Well, hi everybody and welcome to Rob Evans 365. It's day number 648. It's Sunday morning here in Melbourne, Australia. And I got to have a little bit of a sleep in uh, today, which was nice. It is about quarter to eight in the morning. Kids are still in bed. And I, I was absolutely exhausted uh, yesterday. Um, I think the accumulation of a really big week uh, for me, uh, I guess emotionally and physically as well, just when I say emotionally, I mean just the, everything that was going on and dealing with everybody else's emotions and obviously the, the anxiousness and the, um, I guess the stress within me to make sure that uh, my business and family were going to be okay and uh, working through those issues and just uh, managing such a, a busy week in terms of the communication. I would have to oh, go out on a limb here and say that this last week has been the single biggest week of communication that I've had with people ever around my business in the last 11 years. Um, not necessarily the, the volume of things that I, I got out, but certainly the volume of conversations that I had um, the, the amount of content that I had to get out of, to people in terms of that uh, connection and communication uh, was certainly, certainly a big week. And uh, yeah, last night, gee, I had a, a very busy day up until oh, 11, 11.30 was my last coaching session. And then I uh, had some lunch and then I had to have a well, we did some shopping and I uh, some grocery shopping and that was an interesting experience for the first time that we actually got in there in time but for the first time that they're making people queue up uh, because there's too many people in the in the store and uh, I came home had a quick bite to eat I, and it was only quick because by the time I got home and got ready I had a an international webinar to host with uh, two other guests and um, that went for over an hour and then I had a chance to finish my, my lunch but I couldn't eat because the camera was on and so I couldn't eat. Uh, and then about 20 minutes after that I had to connect with the, uh, the, the main person that was running it, Michelle, and we oh, ended up on the phone for 30 minutes talking about some other stuff and she's actually, uh, she's, uh, she moves all over the world, her husband is, uh, works for the Australian um, consulate and he's placed on, I think it's three-year uh, terms in different places and they're based in uh, Jakarta at the moment. And uh, they, because of uh, who they are, they're Australian citizens, they had to come back um, because the government said you've got to come back. Um, so he's still over there but they had to come back. But they were in the air when they changed the, the rules uh, about uh, you know lockdown and so she's currently locked in um, a very fancy looking apartment in Dockland so she's got a great view she does have a balcony uh, lucky for her uh, but she's locked up for the next 14 days not allowed to go out uh, not allowed to use the lifts anything so that's a real challenge for her I think she was up to day six and then uh, the other lady who I was connecting with uh, she's based in uh, Colombo and Sri Lanka and they're not allowed to go out at all and they've been like that for maybe I'm getting the numbers wrong here 
Maybe Michelle's been locked up for six, uh, three, and the other one's been up in there for six. I can't remember. Um, Mal's her name. And so, you know, I feel uh, quite lucky that I'm able to uh, still walk out the front door and go to do some shopping uh, for food and are able to go out and go for a walk as well. Right now I'm in my studio and I've never been more grateful for my studio than right now because you know, I'm, I really feel for all those people that uh, love to get out and do a workout at all times of the day. I mean, the, with the uh, an innovation of 24-7 gyms a number of years ago, people train all times of the day, 24-7. And now they're not allowed to go into any of those facilities at all. And uh, I feel lucky that I have uh, my own facility uh, attached to my home where I can continue to keep doing uh, those workouts and um, are pretty much unchanged. Um, so that's, uh, that's really uh, good for me. Uh, I just, you know, I'm so... Uh, what's the word, excited, I guess, about getting people back in here um, because it's a fantastic um, facility that I, I want my clients to be able to get back in here and start lifting weights and, and um, you know, looking after their bodies more. So we've just got to become a little bit more creative in between time. Uh, uh, so, yeah, so yesterday was really busy, so I didn't finish until well, probably 2.30 p.m., and um, then I, I kind of crashed. I went and spent some time with the kids because I hadn't really spent too much time with them up to that point. And we we're in uh, actually Emily's room. And I, I made it to her bedroom, laid on the floor and fell asleep you know, for about 10, 15 minutes, something like that. And then um, we did a few things. And I said, because we are so, um, so housebound, um, I said to the girls, let's go out for a walk after dinner and uh, Olivia she loves cooking and so she made some healthy uh, banana bread which uh, is really sweet uh, because uh, she doesn't eat it and she makes it really for her sister because I don't eat it either um, although I did try it because she's made it I tried a, a small piece but it's um, it's not part of my my eating at the moment my eating plan at the moment so I don't eat that stuff and um, we were waiting for that to cook and so then we went out so it was kind of like on sunset or just before sunset I suppose and the sun did set while we were out walking and it was nice just to get out and, and connect and, and um, get some, some fresh air. Uh, it was really nice. So today what I wanted to talk about is how you can be the difference because I know that everybody's got their own different situations. Some people have lost their jobs, some people may lose their jobs. We just had a, an enormous number of jobs, I guess effectively lost or stood down uh, yesterday with a number of huge retailers uh, being forced to uh, close their doors. So we have a big department store here called Meyer, and they had to uh, stand down 10,000 employees yesterday what does that actually mean? Well, I don't know the details of it, but effectively, uh, I guess people are going on, on some paid leave for a period of time. Uh, but obviously, unless they trade, they make no money and they have some sort of online business, but most of their stuff, 
I guess is coming through department stores uh, these days and the massive overheads and um, the hundreds of millions of dollars in stock that they are holding in these stores um, just makes it very, very difficult for them. And a whole bunch of other chains as well that are, are being forced to um, put their, their staff on uh, stand down and the airlines are doing the same thing. And it's just really, really difficult times for, for so many people. Um, so you might be one of those people that are affected. I'm affected because I've got um, clients that are, are not in strong positions or um, you know, uncertain times. So they've asked if they can put things on hold. Um, some people I just may not, not see again because of they are unable to recover for a long, long time. And uh, you know, the, the fitness doesn't become something that's a priority for them anymore. I've got others that are in a very strong position and can continue uh, doing what they're doing. Uh, so you're going to be in perhaps the same, a different position to me. I do feel grateful that I can, uh, in some ways, be in control of my own destiny, and I can keep, uh, I can keep working uh, with people. And even if they shut down the physical training for me, I can still work with people like I am right now, virtually. Um, I say the word virtually; that's not right, but work with them live via streaming. And whether that's by PT, whether it's by group session, um, I would say by today, there'll be, in, like tonight, there'll be another announcement uh, from the Prime Minister about further shuts down, shutdowns, I believe. Um, because we saw yesterday in my state here, the single biggest growth day in the number of people that have been uh, diagnosed with the virus. And you think, how can that actually be, given everything they're doing up to this point? And how can you know, we get an extra 170 cases or 117, whatever it was, uh, cases today, now, uh, yesterday? Now, it's because the infected people are still uh, moving around. And the, the problem is, again, after they shut the beaches yesterday, there were still people out there yesterday well, they shut them the day before, but they're out there yesterday um, queuing up along beachfronts in their cars and everything, and people out on the beaches because it is school holidays now. It's like, what are people thinking? Um, this is not going to help us, you know, beat this thing. Now, the reality is that um, most people are probably doing the right thing. And look, you might have... The, have the, the virus and not necessarily know it, and you're going out there and maybe you're spreading it to people that uh, you know, are then getting it, but it's like, just stay home, you know? Just, just stay home. I mean, I was in the supermarket yesterday, I saw people with gloves on, I saw people with masks, and it's like, if you're healthy, the mask is not doing anything for you, and all you're doing is really taking away from uh, somebody else who, who needs it, someone in the medical field. Um, it makes it, um, I, I can understand the gloves to some extent. I mean, if you're not touching your face or touching other things, then once you've done with your shopping and stuff, you can take them off. Uh, but everybody is still so close uh, in the supermarket. So, and they're touching everything. The people on the, uh, you know, that are stacking shelves and everything, well, they're, you know, they're touching everything. You're then picking it up and, and stuff. So, you know, there's a, it's frustrating to think that it's still growing so much. So I think that 
uh, they'll go to that next measure and say, okay, well, these numbers are still growing rapidly. Stay where you are. One good thing that they have done, so like with Michelle, everybody that is coming off a flight or a boat right now uh, into the country, uh, they are being put on buses and they're being taken to motels and they basically have to stay there uh, for the duration. Now, um, I'm assuming they have security or something to make sure that these people aren't coming and going, uh, but that's one way that they, can, they are doing now to make sure that people are absolutely quarantined and locked down. They get three meals a day and uh, that's it. Uh, so, yeah. So we'll see. So I'm sure that things are going to go to that, that next level and it's going to put people in a, a, you know, an even different position than they are right now and it's just really tough. So I was thinking, how can you be the difference for someone else? And I know that that is difficult because you might think, I need something to be the difference for me. But just like you cannot control what's happening around you, you can also always control what things mean to you. And we can feel trapped, but you're only trapped if you have the mindset of, I feel trapped. Um, now, I don't, I don't feel trapped in my home. Even if I had to stay here, I don't feel trapped because my mind is everywhere. And what I mean is, I don't mean my mind is all over the place. I mean, my mind uh, can take me anywhere. My mind is what has the power to control where my thoughts go, what it is that I can do. And I think if I had to shut down everything, man, the amount of work that I had to do, the, the amount of um, creativity, time that I could now use to do other things, um, to drive my business forward, uh, you know, there's, there's never going to be a time where I feel trapped because um, you're only limited by uh, your mindset. So then if we extend that and think, well, how can you make a difference to someone else's life and you're, you're isolated and all that kind of stuff? Humanity is really powerful and we are resilient. And this is one of the, the beautiful gifts that we were given when we were created. And I think one of the things with the Australian culture is the, you know, you, you hear leaders talk about it from time to time, this mateship. You know, we're very, very strongly connected because we are all Australians. And I don't just mean only Australians are connected, but uh, you'll, you'll resonate with, with me if you are an Aussie. Uh, but we, we stick together. We're better together. But as a race, as a human race, we are stronger together, we're better together. Now, how can you play a part in making a difference for someone else? I'm gonna give you some ideas here. Because when you have a sense of contribution and connection with others, then your world starts to change. And where's a good example of that? Well, if you look at um, Tony Robbins, he talks about the six human needs. And he talks about that there's four needs that we find a way to meet no matter what. We just find a way to meet it. But he says the ones that give you the icing on your cake, the, you know, the absolute cream on the top of your life are contribution and growth. So right now I'm talking about contribution, contribution and in that you'll also get some growth, but he's referring to that personal growth. And what, what better time than right now when you do have some more time 
to be starting to work on that, that personal growth that I've spoken about uh, previously, about reading a, reading a great self-development book or looking at some online courses, courses that you could be doing around specific areas to make you a better person. So in terms of the contribution, let's think about all those people around you where you can make a difference and say, well, I'm just, I'm just Rob, I can't do anything to help anyone else. Well, that's not true. What I did uh, about a, uh, when did I do it? It was thir Thursday. It was on my list of things to do that I wanted to make sure that I'm, I stay connected with the people in my community. So I'm a bit dry this morning, so let me drink water. So what I did was I thought I need to connect with my neighbours and I can't go out and knock on their doors and go and have a conversation with them. So I thought, what can I do? And I mean, there's a couple of approaches, isn't there? You could, um, I don't know, come up with a flyer or something, a letter, write them a letter or something and pop it in their mailbox, uh, which would be nice because not, not many people do that these days. Um, I wanted to do this um, quickly. So what I did, I grabbed my phone. I, um, I didn't uh, call them because I was so, so busy. So obviously you can call them and have a conversation. Uh, but what I did was I sent them uh, all different tailored voice memos based on what I know of them. And all I did was, uh, I think each one was about, I don't know, maybe a minute and a half, two minutes. And if you're not sure what to say, I mean, just speak from the heart. I, I just said, uh, hi, uh, like my neighbours over the road, I said, Richard and Leanne, I just wanted to uh, reach out with you in these tough times to make sure that you're okay. Um, it's you know, really challenging for everybody. And uh, I think we're, we're all stronger together. Oh, no, I said something like, I just want to let you know that we're okay over here, me and the kids. I want to make sure that you're okay as well. And if there's anything that you need, then um, please just let me know. Because in these times of need, we need to be here for each other. And, uh, you know, it's important for us to stay connected and knowing that we will get through this together because we are stronger together. You know, there's something, something like that. And then I, I shot that off to each of the neighbours around me that I know their phone numbers. Um, so I don't know everybody's phone number. Um, so um, I'm really surprised everybody because they all came back and they said, uh, you know, something like, oh, just thanks very much. That's, you know, really kind of you. And um, yeah, if you need anything, um, you know, let us know too. And um, like one neighbour, they, they both work in uh, essential services. One's a policeman, one's a nurse. And uh, he said, yeah, it's kind of a, a double-edged uh, sword. They're obviously concerned about their own health and welfare, um, but they're also uh, grateful that they can get out there and do, uh, do the work as well. Um, it's, it's kind of a bit ironic. I mean, your, your police and your nurses and stuff, they're, um, they're, they're not paid that awesomely, but in you know, these times, they're some of the only jobs that are, are going around and they've got plenty of, uh, plenty of hours to, to be working. Um, so, look, there's something that you can do. Be connecting. Now, what else can I do? Well, I think there are other, other neighbours that I don't... Um, I, some of them I just haven't met, you know, like further down the street. I mean, we, we, we live in our own little bubbles now, don't we? So I know the ones directly opposite me. I know the ones either side of me. 
I know the ones sort of diagonally opposite and I've spoken to the ones, the other ones diagonally opposite and, <coughs> pardon me, and, uh, but they're not people that I, I talk to regularly. So I'm going to have another sip of water here. <clears throat> uh, sorry about that. Uh, so uh, what I'm thinking I could do with them is maybe I can, you know, just write them a little note and, uh, you know, pop it in the, you know, address it to their, their name, but um, uh, just pop a little note in their, in their letterbox just to say that, uh, you know, we're, we're here together and if you need anything, then, um, you know, let's pull together and, and we get through this together. And then I could write something that's maybe more generic and put it in everybody in the whole street. Um, just so that people know that, you know, there are, we are maybe one street of people, but we're, you know, still a community amongst ourselves and we're here to help each other. And so um, that's one thing that you can do. I mean, I think just having conversations, staying connected is really, really important. Um, you know, whether they're FaceTime, phone calls or, or whatever, um, to connect with people. Uh, that you uh, normally would correct, connect with, but maybe you haven't done it as frequently, maybe it's family, just talking to people. And I think don't get trapped in talking about the doom and gloom and ev of everything. Uh, find some things that you can be talking about. So maybe write down a list of the, all the different topics that you could be talking to people about. And maybe it's um, somebody that you haven't Seen for a while, or maybe it's somebody that you know that is going through a, a pretty tough time. And you can call them and say, hey, listen, John, I, I was thinking about you today because um, I remember the time that we did, we did this. And, you know, you, you just start having a conversation about, uh, you know, what that was and, you know, trying to get the person to think, maybe a little bit differently about, you know, just maybe you're a moment distraction where you put a smile on their face for that day. And that can make the world of difference. I mean, think about all the people that are on the front line, if you like. So I said that, that you've got the police, you've got the um, nurses and stuff, but you've also got people that are uh, other extensions of healthcare that are, you know, lower down the, the risk. Maybe they're working administration uh, at a health, a medical center. Uh, the people that are, are stacking the shelves at the supermarket and working at the supermarkets, all doing all those kinds of things where every day they're coming in contact in, with less than one and a half metres of people and, um, you know, they are putting themselves at risk so that they can help others. Maybe you can say something nice to them to help put a smile on their face and be the difference in, in their day. Some of the other things that, that I'm doing... Uh, looking at how, how can I help the people around me more in terms of my clients. And so one thing that I'm doing is loaning out equipment. Obviously, I've got all this equipment in here that uh, you know, I can't use at all. Um, so things like my kettlebells, my bands and, and that kind of stuff, then I'm loaning those to clients so that when they join on calls that they've got more things to be able to be, uh, to be doing things with. And so people are really loving... Uh, that opportunity as well, because one, they don't have to go out and buy, uh, you know, buy the equipment. It's just, uh, you know, available for them uh, to use. 
Um, so again, that's one little thing that I can do to help make a difference there. Uh, putting on, you know, making things online makes it easier for people to connect as well. I'm looking at the, um, the kids' um, cheer and dance studios, so I'm going to connect with them uh, today to see what I can do to help support them. Uh, they're in a really tough spot uh, because they just over the last, when did it open? It opened last, late last year, uh, their new dance studio. Um, so uh, like, it's a really, like it's a brand new premises, it's really quite big, it's a, been a huge investment for them and they run a cracking business and the number of students they've got is growing all the time. Uh, but they've been forced to, to slash their, their fees and um, that obviously puts a massive strain on them. So what I'm going to do is offer uh, to run a number of uh, free sessions for them a week for their kids, um, probably two or three sessions a week, uh, just so that they can add some extra value to their clients. So what's that about? Well, for me, that's about it's doing something nice for somebody that's in need, and it's a about supporting them so that they're seen as adding so much more value to people in you know times of crisis which means that when things end people are going to be like wow during that time that was really tough and they added so much extra value uh, for no extra money uh, then uh, you know you're more likely to stick with them uh, because i guess with the the type of business that they run it's going to be one of the last things that uh, people uh, do stop doing because it's really important for the kids. So they're, they're streaming some of their classes uh, now, uh, which is helping, um, you know, helping keep the kids active as well. Um, so that's another thing that I'm looking, I'm looking to do. And then I think uh, beyond that, I mean, I'm uh, today going to be outlining some um, extra... Uh, webinars that I'll be doing for uh, my clients uh, this week and also uh, ones that I can just run for the general public. Uh, I'm looking at putting together some workout uh, videos on different workouts for people, uh, ones that I can just pop up online so that people can say, well, here's a quick workout that you can do at home from somebody that they, you know, like, know and trust. And, uh, you know, like there's just so much, so much work involved in creating all that content, um, uh, all of it is about just giving people more thing, more things, more information, more connection time. So I think this is uh, the point I want to, uh, you to take away from today. It's about making a difference in other people's life. It's about doing it from a place from your heart, something that is deep within you. It's coming from a good place. It's not something where you're doing it to make money or to build a relationship so you can make money or do anything like that at all. It needs to come from a place of this is something that you're passionate about doing. Uh, I mean, I love the human experience. I love connecting with people. I love being able to help be the difference in their, their life. And this for you is about doing the same thing but come from your heart, come from a passionate place within you and come from the perspective of I'm doing this to connect with people, connect 
with more humans so that you can be the smile in their day. Uh, because when you do that, then you'll start to uncover different things in you that uh, can have a huge difference in our world. A huge difference. Like if you, if you just have uh, the impact of uh, you know, putting a smile on the face of one person today, then what have you done? Well, you've made that person's day probably. You've put a smile on their face. And that is not a small thing. That's a big thing. And you should be pleased that you've been able to had, have an impact on that person's day. Now imagine if you could do that multiple times a day. How does that then make you feel? Because you know that you are having a difference for someone else. And I think that's really exciting. I mean, my whole business is built around the fact that I thought it would be great to be able to help others change their life because I knew what it did for me. And when I changed my life, it was like, wow, that's incredible. How can I not share this with other people? And so that's, that's what I've been spending the last 11 years doing, changing people's lives every day. When I discovered the, the benefits of using products like the Isogenics products, I thought, wow, how can I not share this with others because I know how incredible it feels in my body. I know the results that I'm getting in my body. Of course, I would share it. Um, so you have the ability to do this as well. And I, I don't want to use the word distract you from your own problems kind of thing. But when you start to open up this side of you and build those relationships, that's when other things in your life will start to change. Okay? If you, you're never going to you know, build a business or change your life or have a great um, you know, connective life if you lock yourself in a, a room. You say, well, I am locked in a room. No, you're not. With the technology that we have today, you're limited by your mind and who you want to connect with. You can connect with everybody. You've just got to find a way to do it and come from a great place and you watch what can happen for you. It's about talking to people. I mean, I used to be the shyest person I knew. I'd sit in the corner of a room and not talk to anyone at a party. Um, I couldn't wait for the party to be over so I could just go home. Um, but now, look at like I'm talking to, I don't know, thousands of people around the world right now. Um, listening to this, um, I, you know, I speak on um, stages. I do all of that, and I love it. Yes, I get a little bit nervous doing it, but I love the opportunity to be able to do it because there's a chance that you can make a difference in someone's life, and to me, that's what's important. So use this time to find out who you can connect with and just be the difference for them because you are an incredible person and you are a unique person. And even if you have little self-confidence and all that kind of stuff, you have the ability to make the difference in someone's life. Now, for instance, if you've got children, if you're with a partner, then you are a significant difference in their life. 
So how can you make that bigger for them? Then take your circle out further and further. So there's you, then there's like your, like your partner, your children, then your, uh, you know, your broader family, then you, your, your family of your, your local community, then you've got your um, you know, work colleagues, friends, all that kind of stuff as the circles go out and further and further. And who are those people that you can influence? Maybe start writing a blog. Maybe start, uh, do a vlog instead. Um, have some fun with it. You, you are an amazing person and you can make a difference in other people's lives. And that feels really special inside you and makes you just want to give more. So have a great day wherever you are and I will talk to you tomorrow.